From the Finley Toyota Studio, it's Cofield and Company. All right, here we go. Five o'clock hour. Willie Ramirez is here. You want to answer your question? You throw out right before the break. What was it? Mark Spears was asking. I feel like we've seen this one about eight million times, but yeah, everybody. I think everybody asked it. He just said he he asked this on Facebook. Um, if you could have dinner with one person, got to be someone who's alive. Who would it be? Jane Fonda. What's the problem? I didn't. I didn't say anything. Yeah, be a fascinating conversation. I saw her interview with. Uh, Norm MacDonald, rest in peace. And that was very good. I answered on his post, Spike Lee. Okay. It's a good choice. Yeah. Should we just throw out random questions and blow out the big five? No. Let's if you could Airbnb any house in a movie, oh. well, I have an answer, so I'll just give it to you. They're actually uh, the Staten Island home that they use for Vito Corleone's home, you know, where the wedding was. Yeah. The 1930s Tudor style house on Staten Island that's actually an Airbnb now. That'd be kind of neat to stay at. Got to think about it, right? Not really. You got one? Could be, could, it can be anything. I guess. Hogwarts. Give me a castle. Is there, it, well, there must be a real castle they filmed in, right? I can't remember where it's at, but it is. So that's actually, yeah. I would want to be like a castle. So there's one castle that 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 that's used for a lot of different like uh, scenes or you know like like if it's a, if the movie's about a wedding and I can't think of what it is off the top of my head, but I want to say it might have been an American Wedding. Battleborn Injury Lawyers presents the Big Five at Five. Number five. Okay, either we just stepped in something there or Willie's really starting to get radio. I wanted to talk weddings. And I saw there was a hockey wedding. Yeah. Phillips Forsberg married, who is Aaron Alvey? Is that someone? At a castle. Wait, did you just pull that all together just for this? <laughs> I did. I actually. Random! Did. I did. Yeah, I we did. stepped in it. <laughs> yeah, but the, uh, the hockey player Forsberg. Married at a castle. Ooh, wait a second. She is somebody. We got to look her up. The bride's family's chateau yeah. in, I'm not going to pronounce this. Aaron Alvey's a country musician. Uh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So she's a, she's a country. Is that right? From the from the mean streets of where the castle is? Or must be. I got to I gotta look this person up. Uh, a castle in France. Are you, are you going to challenge... That's location by bringing up Vegas and Wild Bill this weekend? I mean, I saw this. Philip Forsberg marries, I mean, at this this just incredible castle, and then they shared the photos. It was incredible. It was on uh, People, people.com. And it's funny because I was looking at an Instagram post from our good friend Sage Sammons. He went to the William Carlson's wedding, and he filmed part of his Instagram post. He was walking into the reception, the drum line. You know, the guys that wear the, the lighted outfits with the headgear, and it's got the, the lights going. The drum line was playing when you walked into the reception. Now, I don't know where it was at. I mean, I'm sure it was beautifully done. I'm sure there was 
couple of dollars spent on it. But uh, Philip Forsberg went all out, and 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 the castles. Oh, wait, but, wait a second. The Philip the, Forsberg went all out. Well, the bride's family. Well, the uh, bride's family has a castle in France. As they should. They, well, we're burying the lead. The bride. When you're choosing a mate, what do I always say? This is not a pro marriage show. Love schmov. Forsberg is a professional athlete. He just married into a family that has a French castle. You know what she didn't do? She kudos, brother. She, she didn't make Philip Forsberg sign a prenup. Number four. Is that true or not? Are you just trying to lead cheesily to our next story? Now I think you're overdoing it. Well, you, we you, didn't just. You, step. You, you've taught me well. Well, I guess I shouldn't have called it out. Uh, we have an issue. What was Stephen Jackson, former NBA player? This was Did he leave a bride at the altar? This was a Just fascinating about? story. Are I you mean, ready to do it, or are we going to go back to he gave mo- talking about castles? No. He, you seem stunned that we're doing your story. No. From the sportsrush.com. Oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I Googled the headline. Yes. It's you, out there. You've done your research? Yeah. He claims that he abandoned Amani Showalter at the altar because she refused to sign a prenuptial agreement. He gave her all the smoke. He's worth about $20 million, huh? Yeah. Okay. You've been married. Ari's been married. I don't really know what Candy's deal is. It's very secretive. He's part of the company. JVT is currently married. I've never been married. So you're the expert, bro. Did he make a mistake here? I mean, love's love, man. Just get married. Don't worry about the money. No. That's Jax. If, if, well, here's the thing. If you read through... He says that his relationship with Showalter was rocky at times. He proposed to her with the intention of starting a family and insisted on his love for her. Despite his feeling for her, he made it clear that whoever he married would have to sign a prenup. He claims he discussed it with her, and she agreed to sign the agreement. The prenuptial agreement arrived four months before the wedding, according to Jackson. Showalter took her time signing it. She promised that it would be signed before their wedding day. Jackson took her word for it, claiming... He was still working on wedding plans. On was, the day of the wedding. It wasn't done. On the day of the Decision wedding. time. Let's go. Jackson claims he asked their nanny, who was also a family friend, whether Showalter had signed the prenuptial agreement. The nanny admitted that Showalter was refusing to sign the it. document. He immediately Out. called off the wedding. That's it. Yep. Don't ever get caught in a bait and switch. Jackson and his groomsmen stayed at the venue and party despite the fact there was no wedding. He also admitted to having sexual relations with a member of Showalter's bridal party the night after he canceled the wedding. Well, I think we buried the lead again. Really? Wow. Gangsta move. Good for him. That's nice. Real nice. Top three stories. Number three. Are the Saudis going to ruin American TV? With this live thing, we started covering the story last week. Charles Barkley is being courted by Greg Norman. Norman invited Barkley to Bedminster, one of the Trump courses in northern New Jersey. That's where they're playing a live tournament this week. And, you know, Dan Patrick is big-time friends with Barkley. So Barkley knows what he's walking into here. He knows the Saudis have a lot of money. I know most of the numbers. That's where I report it. I know, you know, somebody say Phil Mixon got $200 million. I'm like, you take that money. Somebody said Dustin Justin got $150 million and Bryson and Brooks. I'm like, $150 million to play golf 15 times a year? I have no problem with those guys taking that money. And if, if they offer me something crazy, I'm going to take it too. Ooh, that was my fear. 
Now, Patrick is a very good interviewer. So you you have to go down the path like, okay, what's crazy? But do we know what Barkley makes? What's crazy? Well, consider how much money I make now. It would take a really huge number for me to give up my life right now. I'm not going to give up my life. I don't like talking about how much money I make. <laughs> I was kind of waiting for him to be like, well, I make, you know, 30 mil a year now. He wasn't going to do that. But Patrick actually estimated that he makes about $20 million a year between TNT and all of his endorsements. So here's Barkley without naming an official number, sort of throwing a ballpark figure out there. The Saudis come up with this number, and Charles Barkley is gone from American TV, at least that NBA show. If they triple it, and next time I'm on your show, yeah. the first question better be, Charles, what are we celebrating that tonight? <laughs> that should be your first question. That should be your first question if, if they triple what I'm making now. Your first question should be, hey, Charles, where's the party tonight? I hope this happens. I hope they offer him $60 million a year and he leaves. They, TNT. They will, there's no doubt that they will now that he said it. Well, he also said that he's going to play golf, and if he does not have an offer by, say, Friday, he's like, they're not using me anymore for publicity because he's giving them a lot of pub. If I don't have a contract offer by the end of the week, then it's off. One third straight uh, story from the Big Five that we be, we're burying something. What's that? He screwed himself. He 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 basically went on the Dan Patrick show and and he threw he threw a line in the water and pitched. He screwed himself by saying three times. They know he's a big draw. Why not say five times, six times? Throw it out there. But sixty million is a lot of money. So it's twenty million. I'm I get your saying, point. It wasn't. Could, he, it wasn't the most brilliant. I'm sure. Went, I'm he sure he could have done. He could have got more. I'm sure his agent said, "Why'd you even mention? Why don't confirm a number?" Now here's a question for you. Okay. If he signs for sixty million dollars, he at that point he he'll be exclusive to live broadcast, whatever that is. They really don't have broadcast yet. They're kind of putting it together. Will every American company that aver- that uses him as an endorsement person drop him? Will TNT drop him? He'll be done at TNT. That's out. out. Okay. So. Oh. Will his endorsements, will those companies all drop him? Because a lot reacted to public reaction and dropped the yeah. golfers. Well, he'll, Will well, they all drop Barkley? Well, first we start with TNT. Then you got to start with March Madness, right? Okay, stop with the TV part. Okay. Companies he pitches. So he does what? Credit card? Credit card. Right? During March Madness. He does Subway. But it's, that's all TV stuff. Will American Capital companies... One. Are we, I'm a, is, will he lose his endorsements? Those are jobs. These are endorsements. Will he lose his partnerships where he does commercials? Will he lose Subway? Will he lose the, the credit, whatever it is, whatever credit card company it is? Most likely. You think? Sure. You don't think he's he would be Unle- normal? You don't think he'd be normalizing this by going, hey, I'm Charles Barkley. I'm working with the Saudis. Unless, yeah. unless some of those sponsors get sucked into the money. Once lives broadcast. I mean, Liv will then buy all of the companies that currently buy the companies. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, I I I, I threw a bunch of proposals last week for Liv to buy stuff. I so, saw. I saw. Which I, I heard that. I still think the XFL or the USFL would be awesome, and just start trying to sign NFL quarterbacks and sign like every top high school recruit. T- take the top forty players out of uh, U.S. high schools, lop it right off the top. You're in our league. G League gone. That now would it's be the Live League. I was talking football. That would that, like that would it wouldn't devastate college football, but it'd make it real interesting. You want to, You think they're whining now, the college football overlords? 
What if the Saudis are like, yeah, we don't care. Here's, you know, here's a billion dollars. We're going to set up a, you know, pro football league that's going to you know, sort of compete with the NFL. But really, we just want college players and high school players. Screw you. Or, or similar to a G League. And just so a feeder. Interesting. Yes. And, Everything and, I say and is. And the thing is, the thing is, if, if they were to offer the 60, if they were to offer the sixty million to, to Charles Barkley, so that yeah. extra forty, you gotta ask yourself, does he make forty million dollars in endorsements now? So let's say he makes another five million in endorsements during the rest of the year when so twenty five. So why would who why would he care if he if he lost those endorsements? So he went from twenty five to sixty. Okay, bye bye. It's covered. Number two. We love lists on the show. Willie found a good one from the... Uh, no, they emailed me. Oh, they emailed you? Yeah. From the highly reputable Pro Football Network. Yeah, what is that? Um, it's a growing football site mm. that does a lot of draft stuff. Mm. It's not a bad site. We've had some of their guys on. Mm. So they've got a top 100 players in the NFL. I thought we did all this during the summer. Uh, Carr is not in the top 100. Are we going to have an issue tomorrow? Actually, when does Carr speak? Saturday? I think he speaks on Saturday. Are we going to have another yeah, issue with dogs. Carr and expectations and ratings? And uh, will you step in to prevent a brawl? A lot of questions there. Depends on who asks him. Who's gonna? Who's gonna? Inti- who's gonna instigate? You know, I mean, I don't think there's many others that would sit there and say, "Make me pump the brakes," which was coming. Yeah, maybe I as can Adam Hill told us yesterday about Paul Gutierrez. So, what does this mean? Four Raiders in the top hundred on this website. Well, does that this, mean the Raiders it, are not a good team? In, and Carr's not a top hundred player in the NFL. It doesn't. No, it just means that those people think that he's not a top 100 player. This because this list includes offense, defense. I mean, the number one player was Aaron Donald. So that's a good choice. I won't argue with that one. Yeah. We're giving you breaking news, by the way, because this is all supposed to be embargoed. Oh boy. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were giving me other breaking news. I was. No. I was ready. No. They, so they're releasing 25 at a time. Okay. And then. It, and, and and you're not supposed to publish it. I mean, we're bringing it up, but I... It, Can you embargo something that no one cares about? That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, we're talking about Hey, it. we're... Nobody's you know, going to... We're NFL website number 74. We're going to hold back our stories for a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, all right, I guess we'll wait. They got, really? Well, you kill the us like that? Here's the thing. They got... The, Sorry, the email that I received it at, because I have, like, too, far too many emails... Um, the the one that I got it at is the one that I get all of my. Well, actually, it's not. It's not the one I get the NFL from. So it is the one that I get from the Raiders. So I'm wondering where the heck they got my email from. Could be from the NFL media guy. Fourth straight story where we buried the lead. That was really the hook on this one. How are people getting Willie's email? That's how big you are now. And well, it's You're all, a top five NFL. Oh, that's from Cofield. If I say that, is he a top five NFL guy? No, in no, Vegas. No, uh Oh, is no, someone no. going to come running in from no, another studio? No, not is elite. there going to be a subtweet about you're not I, top five? I'm not elite status yet. Not elite. You're there. No, trust me. No. I see the way you operate. I'm still. I'm just trying to do my job. Down to the, the Raiders complex. You're, you're, top, you're tra- top five guy in the Raiders. You're in training camp. You're AP. You're top five. Top story. Number one. Brandon Parker, Colton Miller both spoke. I love their honesty today. Right? And and we see with athletes sometimes they you know they'll they'll kind of puff out their chest if you're asking something critical. Both Miller and Parker know what the deal is. This is a star studded team. If this offensive line doesn't play at an average or above average level, this whole thing is gonna be bogged down and they're going to get hammered. Hmm. Right? Brandon hmm. Parker knows that. Everybody knows the names. Devontae and Derek and like all these stars. 
And everybody says, well, if the offensive line plays well enough, that's that will drive this team. I mean, is that something you guys discuss? Do you talk about it amongst yourselves of maybe the pressure that would be on this offensive line? But somebody said they kind of have us as like the weakest link on the team, stuff like that. It, you can't you can't let it control your whole like mentality, but it does kind of put a little bit more of a chip on your shoulder. If it already wasn't there, it just it makes it bigger, you know. Like for me, this year I, I deleted my social media. I don't even want to see it. I don't want to hear it. Like I just want to be with my guys, be the best I can be, you know, just within these walls. Let's band together. Let's do what we got to do. I like to hear it, right? No one's getting offended. They know who they are, where they are, you know, in the rankings, what people think of them. You don't have to get all fired up. They know. They deliver or this team is in trouble. I wasn't seeing it a lot. Like, it was not like if somebody was coming like, every day, you suck. No, it wasn't like that. You know, but the, <laughs> the one, like, the couple of times you get it, and you, you know, man, sometimes you'll get it after a game. You'll get a, the random, oh, you suck. You know, meanwhile, you're blocking a Hall of Famer who's probably might make a play here or two. You know, that's just the nature of this game. So I just... I don't want to see that this year. A lot of that is making sure they can't say that, but also if they feel like saying it, take away the way they can't say it. Talking about what he saw last year on social media and in the offseason, and as a result, it sounds like he is shutting down on social media. I saw that Taylor Luan, who's a much more high-profile guy and has been out there, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a wild personality offensive lineman who does that, uh, whatever that bus show is with uh, – Will Compton, mm-hmm. that he's shutting down his social media too. So I wonder how many players are going to say, you know what, I don't need to be on here for the next five months. What's the point? Smart. I actually think it is. It's smart. It's, it's, it's less distractions. Then we don't have to ask them, well, if you don't care, why do you keep bringing it up? Right. Uh, that's a Derek Carr reference. Uh, who is, is there an O-lineman? Is there an O-lineman that you're paying attention to in this race? That you think may surprise some people. I'm not going to ask. I, I keep hearing, I keep hearing media people at the Raiders, uh, you know, practice saying, I, "I see this and that." When you're working offensive line drill, stop doing that. You don't see anything. Um, There's only one thing I look at. Okay. So, it, so to be, to, to, it's, let me what answer that at? point. What do you look at? Footwork. Okay. I'm looking at footwork just for explosiveness, just right now. And you can recognize an NFL lineman who's got bad footwork. No, not in what they're supposed to do because I'm not an offensive lineman, but I want to see explosiveness off the off the draw when they're doing the – I just want to see how quick and, and conditioned they are these first couple of weeks. Do they look sluggish? Do they look slow? Do they look – I don't know the pivots and what they're – you know, as far as hand. I'm not an offensive lineman. But I am I'm glad looking, you said that. I am looking at – Because I go out and I'm like, those are drills, and I'm like – They're I, drills, I, but – But they're going at like 30, 30% speed. They're not. They're knocking each other on their ass? Uh, some of them are going. Okay, some they're of the drills, they go harder. Yeah, I, 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 actually, I think a lot of the stuff where they're at really going hard, well, you know what? You guys do get to be out there for most of the practice. They're just a little bit further away, so you get a good view of it. I, I think a lot of that I, stuff I, is under hey, wraps tomorrow they're with most NFL packs. teams. And let's not forget that these guys that are learning, they're going to eventually, at the end of practice, when they do their drills and, they, and they're lining up the ones versus the ones, they're going to be going against Chandler Jones, Mac Crosby. They're going to be going off, you know, so... It's kind of why I think that the secondary might be improving. I mean, they're kind of going against Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, some really fast guys that are trying to make that final receiver slot. Are you out there tomorrow? I'm out there tomorrow. What do you do to kind of like – I want to find out on the way back. Like, first day in the pads. You know, what do you? What does Willie do All right, let's to kind of take it to the next level from a physicality standpoint as a media guy? It's the Big Five at Five, brought to you by Battle Born Injury Lawyers. If you've been injured, call Justin Watkins at Battle Born Injury Lawyers, 570-9000. 
Cole, do you uh, consider yourself a Big Ten guy yet? Big Ten guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's uh, that's crazy. No, I think it'll be great for you know competition. You know. UCLA and USC going to Big Ten. I hope they got their class schedule set down because leaving on a Friday after finals and then having to fly four or five hours, that's, that's a lot to ask. It's going to be a little bit colder. but Now, back to Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota studio. studio. The challenges of playing in the Big Ten when you're minimum 2,000 miles away. Colton Miller went to UCLA talking about USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten couple of the questions today that we uh, and answers that we played from one Adam Hill of course is part of the company a lot going on in town a lot going on in town a lot of rumors about a big fight landing at the Al at Allegiant on September 3rd if you remember UNLV football was going to play September 3rd against Idaho State about two months ago the game got moved mm-hmm. to the week before August 27th and all we got was well you know, now they have an extra week to prep for the Cal game, week two. I was like, that's kind of weird. Well, as it turns out, it looks like someone wanted to work on this fight a while back. So the opportunity's there. The schedule's open. Any so we'll predictions? see what happens. We'll see if it's a Floyd fight against Conor McGregor. We'll see if it's a Floyd fight against someone else. You got so, any predictions? Uh, I have no idea. I mean, I would think... The goal, if you're going to be at Allegiant Stadium, who else would? What, who, who's? Why am I blanking on who's the uh, the boxing kids? What, what are their names again? Jake Paul, right? Yeah. I mean, I, what would that draw? No, nah, they're not going to draw Allegiant, right? So it kind of has to be Conor McGregor, doesn't it? And Canelo, as you pointed out during the break, is already fighting on nine seventeen <laughs> yeah. against uh, Triple G. Yeah, there's really no one else in the fight game. Can yeah. Thunderlips come back from Rocky? Hulk Hogan, he's kind of old. Yeah, you didn't have to clarify. I know that's Rocky three. I remember Can Floyd that. fight five guys at one time without Phil Allegiant? You just need to put Floyd in a fight, and he'll feel it. I don't know about that. Okay, it's a big stadium. Yeah, You've yeah. been there. Yeah, I I think that <laughs> I definitely think that he could. Um, well, I was trying to think of a good contest between these guys, but I don't think an eating contest with Floyd and Joey Chestnut would fill the stadium. We're, gonna, we're working on Joey Chestnut right now to come on because he's trying to set a world record. The great thing is you're blindsided by this. It's like we don't It's like we don't inform Willie of who's on the show. He got to the last break. He's like, what? We might have Joey Chestnut on in 10 minutes? Like, yeah, we, like we told you. Are yeah. you ready for this? I'm excited. Are you sure? I'm psyched. This is a big interview. This is an American hero. This is huge. We can't botch this. This is huge. This is like, I mean, just because. And now it, the pressure's really on Ari. We have to land this interview. Yeah, because Which, by the way, he didn't book, and that's not ripping him. Someone else did, so if it falls through, it's that person's fault. But he has talked to Chestnut today. Very busy man, so we better get the break. We'll come questions. back. We'll get – please be ready. I'm ready. This is – these are the kind of interviews. Like, I, we had John Taffer on a couple of years ago, and I, I turned into Chris Farley, and I babbled. Like, when, when our heroes come on, we got to nail this. Yeah. This is a big Joey, hero for you. Joey, Joey. Cofield and Company will be back in minutes right here on ESPN Las Vegas. 
and then I saw the math, and then I freaked out a little bit, and I just had to get back to eating. I mean, you say you decided to get back eating. You leave out the part where you just took him down, Joey. Like, there was an instant moment of reaction that I never would have had. Is that something that just came naturally? No, I think it was almost like food aggression for a dog. I didn't think about it. I'm a nice guy, but like a nice dog, it'll, it'll get gets angry when you get in the way of its food. Now, back to Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota Studio. 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 That was the voice of Joey Chestnut with Jason Fitz, host over on Raider Nation Radio 920. Willard Ramirez, Cofield, Ari's here. So Chestnut's in town for what I think is the first attempt at setting a record with chicken fingers. It's a big part of National Chicken Finger Day and our good friends at Raisin Cane's. Joey is up with Steve and Willie in Vegas. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. All right. So where are you right now? I'm not, where am I? I'm in, I'm in Vegas. I'm at the MGM, okay. uh, just like literally like 200 yards away from the Raising Canes. What does it look like? Uh, this is pretty exciting. We got a Raising Canes opening on the strip. It was, it's sweet. Two story elevator and a uh, huge like jumbotron on the outside. And uh, it was, it, it's chicken fingers, the best chicken fingers in the world. <laughs> I love it. Joey Chestnut's up with Cofield and company. All right, we're we're like crazy competitive eating fans, so if this gets too hardcore, like we kind of freaked out Mickey Sudo about three years ago where she was like, you guys like this a little too much, so just be, be aware. Um, first of all, what do you do today, the day before you're going to eat a lot? Well, today, it's, uh, it's not like an ex- extremely big uh, capacity contest. This is only five minutes. And uh, chicken chicken tenders or chicken uh, fingers are are kind of hearty fast. So actually, I, I had a salad for dinner tonight already, and uh, I'll I'll go I'll start fasting. I'll drink some water tonight. I'll wake up about five in the morning, drink another gallon gallon and a half of water, and then uh, I'll go for yeah. And then, then I'll get I'll be empty and loose by the time of the contest or, or the challenge at eleven. Yeah, it's eleven o'clock our time. Um, are you allowed to dip the fingers? You can dip them. You can. Uh, ooh. I, the, ooh, the raisin cane sauce is so good, but uh, it, there's just I, I, I might try to dip some of them because they, they told me they're going to give me a, a larger uh, a tub of sauce. So uh, if, if I'm if I'm out, if I'm having a hard time, if there's if there may be a little bit crispy, I might use the sauce to to uh, lubricate it up a little bit. Yes, move things along. I like but, that. Uh, but uh, I'm just gonna be chewing and uh, drinking water, and I gotta make sure I don't bite my fingers. I I, I did a practice, and I, I came really close to chomping down. Have you bitten your fingers in a competition before? Oh yeah, a couple times. It, it's uh, it, and it's gnarly because it's like I'm allergic to my own bite, and it swelled up and got all pussy. Well, you you have like some of the most powerful jaws in the history of the world. I mean, I, I actually think you could bite one of your fingers off. It's, uh, I, I wouldn't want to try. It, no. That'd be like, <laughs> but it, 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 uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, it, it, it's, I've had some close calls. Like I, when I'm eating ribs or chicken wing, and I and I bite down on a bone. I broke I've broken the chicken wing bones, and uh, no. but I, I'm lucky I didn't break a tooth on on the ribs. You, you you broke the bone. Okay, you know I've always thought on the dipping thing, and we're talking to Joey Chestnut. He's going to try to set a record. Well, he is going to set the record for a National Chicken Finger Day at Chicken Fingers over the course of five minutes. I, I've often thought in the hot dog eating contest, if they allowed it, would you guys want condiments? Like, would you want them to slather mustard or ketchup or something all over the hot dogs? Oh my god! I think it would. Uh, it would be harder, yeah. and it would because 
maybe if it was a no dunking contest, if we weren't allowed to dunk the buns anymore, then it, then it would be it would be awesome if, if there was mustard and a little bit of relish, and maybe maybe oh some grilled onions because then then it would be the 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 bun would be saturated with liquid already, so you wouldn't need to dunk it. Would so you? The numbers might okay. numbers might not even go down much. Would you consider dunking the chicken finger, or would that make it too not, gross with the breading? Not well because they're fried. The, the oil mm. and the water doesn't mix, so they're they're not they're not gonna it 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 uh, won't won't work well with water. But it, it might it actually does work well with the sauce. It's just a matter of getting in the right rhythm of, of dunking it and making sure it, it, it's not it's if uh yeah it, 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 I have to decide because uh, uh, I've I practiced and I, I just never found the right rhythm of dunking into the sauce. I uh, I'll, I'll tell you I admire you because we tried to do. We had heard years ago that Hakeem Olajuwon could eat a hundred piece chicken nugget in like, or he could eat like a hundred of them in say like an hour. And we tried to do it on the air, and like two or three of us vomited. Um, I got through like thirty. So like eating eating chicken that's fried up is this is this is a new frontier. This is impressive, my friend. Oh, it, well, it's like I'm a kid. Like growing up, like chicken chicken tenders, chicken fingers were my favorite food, and now I'm eating awesome ones and. It's like I'm Peter Pan. <laughs> we are talking. Have you ever used that line? That's a. Gr- it's like I'm Peter Pan. Dreams come true. I finally get to eat chicken fingers. This is dynamite. I got so many questions. I can't even get <laughs> to tell. I've been sitting here waiting. I'm sitting He's here across the studio. One. I'm looking over at Steve, going, "Okay, shut up. Let me talk." Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, my son and I own a gym in town, and we're all, you know, the meal prepping, the whole thing. He's a bodybuilder, the competitive, you know, stuff like that. So I have to ask you, I mean, I would assume that you have to go through some sort of training regimen, maybe some meditation to calm the body, to bring the muscles down to a certain extent. There's got to be a cardio involved. I want to know your training regimen because your body has to go through a lot of digestion. Oh yeah, so at least once a week, I'm always I'm, I'm making sure I, I eat a huge meal. And it, it, if if it's if I'm getting ready for a contest and it's practice, at least once a week, I make sure that, that my body's used to digesting a massive meal. And uh, so that, that that's part of it. So wait, wait let, me break, let me break in. What's the like how? Because huge for like mere mortals is one thing. Like what's a massive meal for Joey Chestnut? Like ten pounds of solid food plus another ten what? pounds of water. Well, so, okay, so I, now, I now when you say solid food, like you, okay, so now, now listen, now now listen. I went to a local steakhouse not too long ago with a couple of people about three weeks ago, and they bring out the big steak d- display, right? It's like they bring out the on a, on a platter. They say well, you could get this, and you could pick the steak that you're going to get. Well, the two guys I was with, they picked a twenty-four ounce. Tomahawk ribeyes, and the guy goes, "Oh, we got one in the back for you, sir. If that's what you want." I said, "Yeah, that's what I want." He came out. He goes, "Hey, listen, it's thirty-eight ounces." I was like, "Throw it on the grill. I got this." I mean, I was hurting for like thirty-six hours. I had to make sure that I pounded the broccoli to get the fiber in. Is part of your big meal eating like <laughs> natural fibers? Oh, so yeah. As soon as I uh, as soon as I can eat, as soon as I can eat, I'm I'm eating pretty much high fiber, okay. cucumber and lettuce. Yes. Uh, okay. Even if I'm not hungry after, so like even even late night on the Fourth of July, I was actually eating, eating a salad just to make sure things were moving. Absolutely. Because because if if you don't if yeah if, if you just let it sit there, your body will keep producing acid, and then then it it's just it's just stays there for like days, like you said. 
So it's it's uh it's and it's also important to make sure I don't I I don't like it. I stay away from carbs and sugar. Right. So that that that's when the weight really stays on me. Yeah, because and I mean, and a lot of people don't know this, but I mean, I I believe I've never been to Italy, but from my understanding, they serve the salad last. They put the roughage on top, and there's a reason that they serve it last. So the roughage breaks everything down. Um, okay, so I remember years ago um, on a, on a wrestling road trip with 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 the school my son went to, and I challenged the one sixty eight pounder. And we did an all-you-can-eat wings thing, and they just kept bringing them out. And I topped out at 48, and it took us, like, about 90 minutes. We And we decided to stop at the same time. What's your – just forget about contests. When you're just – you just say whether you're practicing, you're warming up. Like, what's a warm – like, I'm going to go – like, I go to the gym and train. <laughs> Don't you train – you know, there's certain times where okay, I'm gonna I'm training for the hot dog eating contest. So you so you go through training regimens. I mean, thirty today, forty tomorrow, fifty. What about wings? I want to know how many wings you, you take down regularly. Oh, wings, wings. It, it, it's pretty rare for me to get less than forty wings. If I if I'm gonna, if I'm going to eat wings, <laughs> uh, and, dude, and wings are great. Wings and beer, they they, they they're delicious. They uh they they, they uh yeah they're just they're just awesome. Okay, but, go uh, okay, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. <laughs> By the way, Joey Chestnut's oh, yeah. with us. Yeah, well, going, one, one time I, I was at, uh, celebrating uh, National Chicken Wing Day, and yeah. I did a 415 wings in 11 hours. That's crazy. Okay, I got one more question for you. It was a long day. I got one more question. Because now the big topic the last week, and, and, and our producer actually made a promo out of this, my blood pressure has been up. So now i got to watch my blood pressure, and I'm monitoring it every morning. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to eat. i got a business meeting tonight. I'm trying to figure out where we're going, what I'm going to eat. Do you have to monitor things like that, like your blood, your vitals? Do you have to get panels drawn? Do you go to the doctor, get your labs? How does that work? Absolutely. Dude, I'm 38 now. So I uh, actually have, have a concierge doctor, and this, this guy is a well, beast. Of course. He, uh, he'll, he'll run my blood work four times a year at least, and uh, and I, I can call him up and be like, hey, I, uh, I've got this going. So, like, I, uh, where was I? I was in Miami, and I had a sore throat after a contest. And I gave him all of the like, symptoms. He's like, "Dude, it sounds like you have thrush, which is like a, a yeast infection of the throat." Oh boy! And uh, I, I know, I know that's exactly what it was. He, he's able, yeah. So I, I love having a doctor I trust, and he, uh, he's able to just make sure that I'm, I'm healthy. And that's another thing. If I, if I know I'm healthy, I can keep pushing hard. Okay, the question everyone wants an answer to with Joey Chestnut is he's going uh, to set a national chicken finger uh, eating record tomorrow with Raisin Cane's. Raisin Cane's opening up a new spot on the Strip, and you can watch this on Facebook tomorrow at 11 o'clock our time. If you weren't concerned about the eating contest in New York, could you have actually put that guy to sleep when you slapped the choke on? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it, it, if, uh, actually, somebody behind him pulled him down right to the ground. That's what it was. It, it wasn't like it, – it, 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 uh, I was surprised they pulled him out of my hand. I was like, "Whoa!" Because it, it, it could have hurt his neck. I, but uh, yeah, he actually Willie because yeah. Willie defended you because I was like, "Oh, the guy escaped Joey's choke." But you're right; it was a security guard who yanked his yeah. leg. We we broke the video down. Oh, we, loved, we loved yeah. it. Listen, when it he, happened real fast. Yeah, when Steve told you at the beginning of this interview that that the I mean the the eating contest. I mean they break down the eating part of it. So they brought up the headlock, and I started and I'm breaking down different angles. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" This guy didn't break out of that chokehold. The security guard came out, so Joey got right back to eating. So that kind of helped you, too, because you were able to concentrate on the eating. Because I would have to think, like, a disruption like that also 
your muscles, your 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 esophagus, everything's in in flow. That kind of can disrupt the focus, right? Yeah, that's one of the biggest things about it. Uh, you're you find a rhythm, and you're everything's working together like a flow. What jaws, esophagus, muscles in my stomach, and I'm trying to flex, and I'm pushing the food down. And uh, and on top of that, you have to remember to breathe. So it's uh, you sneak in these little breaths through through your nose because if you're breathing through your mouth, you're not eating. And uh, so it, he, uh, it, it, it it was only a little bit of time, but I, I was I was thinking about it afterwards. And afterwards, like, whoa, I want to hope there's not another protester. And, like, I hope he's not violent. Right. So, so I definitely had some uh, some stuff going through my mind. And uh, I, I, I think I was, my body was just trying to find a way to get lazy. So I, I, I was thinking about it too much. Do you get mad? Like, I wonder afterwards, you know, I know you and George Shea worked together for a long time and, and Rich Shea, but, like, I, I might be pissed off. Like, I might have some, like, George, come on, man. Where's the security here? No, it, it, that contest is it's amazing. It, it, it's, it's like, uh, there's, like, I want to say 30,000 people there. It, it's, just, it's just a madhouse. So right. I, I'm not surprised that something weird happened. Uh, it's, it's just, it's an intense event. So it is an intense and, and, event. And, and, and George, George, he works his butt off, and and uh, well, you know what? I'll, yeah, I'll I, give I'll give him he credit. Fell down. Well, I was going to so, say, so. I I actually think George was ready to jump in, and you know, George is no spring chicken, so he was ready to defend you. Yeah, he was. He was the. Uh, I think. Yeah, he he was right there next to the guy when he was on the ground. So so um, so yeah, George, George it's not George's fault. Uh, it's, it's just, it's just uh, yeah, it, it just happens, dude. It adds to the legend, though. You've won this thing. What is it now? Seventeen times in a row, and this time you almost choked someone out. You got interrupted for like fifteen seconds, and you still won. It's amazing. I still got the win. It's, oh my god! So... It, it, and I and I had a hurt leg. It was, I, yeah, it, yeah. All the years that somebody could have should have beat me it was uh, this year, and they they, they just they didn't man up. I was actually saying not to be a sicko, but like if the guy really wanted to, he could have jacked you up by just going for your leg. Like if he had dove at your leg, I, like I don't know what the hell happens in a contest. Like all of a sudden, Joey Chestnut's down. Are you going to bounce back up on a bad leg and then still fire home another like you know thirty-one hot dogs? Actually, yeah. So once during practice, uh, I I kind of lost my balance and I actually fell down, really? and it, it, it like it screwed up the entire practice. So uh, it, it really, I got really lucky that he didn't um, that he didn't yeah he didn't knock me over. All right, random question. I know you. I think you've discussed this already, but someone was trying to set you up for a challenge with. Usain Bolt, where you'd both have to run the 100, but you have to eat a hot dog at the beginning of the 100. So what's the conclusion on this thing? Would you smoke them? Oh, dude. So right now my leg's still messed up. That's and uh, if, if it gets better, I, I know I, I can guarantee I'd beat him if we had two hot dogs. But one hot dog, yeah. guy, he might be able to get one hot dog really fast. And, is, I mean, he's a, he's a professional athlete, so yeah. uh, he, he, he wouldn't. I, I think two hot dogs. I would get them if, if it's just one hot dog. It, it would be, it'd be, it could be really. Uh, he, I mean, he. I mean, if, if he finishes the hot dog real fast, then then he'll annihilate me in the run. Joey, I got to ask you. So, the really cool story actually. Raising Cane's founder bought a lottery ticket for the eight hundred and ten million mega millions jackpot for all fifty thousands of his employees. Did you get a? Did he? Did he throw you a lottery ticket? He didn't. He didn't throw me one yet. But apparently, he's an awesome dude. I yeah. want to go drinking with that guy. All right. So, what's the target number for five minutes on chicken fingers? Oh, so I've been looking at it and at practice. I think I can do one every six seconds. So that ended up being uh, fifty. Fifty in five minutes. So 
So if I can get that average, if I can get, if I can get like 25 done in, in the first like minute and 45, that'll give me some time to slow down. And then, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I can do 50 in five minutes and, uh, maybe somebody will, somebody will, uh, do an at home challenge and try to beat me. Hey, one last question for you. I know you have a lot of loyalty to, uh, to the Shays. Have you followed this whole Saudi thing with the, the golf and like buying out all these golfers? Like what would, what would happen to the Saudis came to you and they're like, you know what, Joey, we want, we want you to be our official eater. Like here's $20 million. You're just going to, you're going to eat like once a month. We're going to pick the contest. Like, could they buy you at this point? That's a lot of money, man. Twenty I mil. Mean, it's not being. It's not being bought. And I, 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 I love eating, and I love eating. If, if they're throwing an awesome event, uh, I, I, I couldn't turn it down. But also, people are giving giving the golfers a lot of flack. They're like, like they're they're responsible for human rights violations, and it's really. I mean, what are we supposed to do? It's like, like not ever do business with the Saudis. I, I think we should have good good people do business with them. So that uh, that they can they can figure out what good business practices are. Joey, you're the best. We wish you luck, and I hope you pass fifty. That'll be amazing with these chicken fingers. Thank you so much. Thanks, Joey. Oh, thank you. Take care. I did not expect a long answer on how to deal with the Saudis. He's very well rounded. Great answer. He's very well rounded. That might have been my favorite interview (laughs) on my eleventh month on this show. There's a that so there we go. There's an what what happens? He sets the chicken finger record. He eats fifty in five minutes, and then we find out Monday that Barkley and Chestnut are gone to the Saudis. My God! Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. Cofield and Company presents. Grab bag. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Only on ESPN Las Vegas. Put your hand in there, dude. Closing out a Tuesday edition of Cofield and Company. Very good guest lineup today. Are you calm now? I'm still geeked up a little bit. What is going on with you? Eleven. You've talked to some of the biggest yeah. athletes in the world. In the world. In, in 35 and years. And you were like bouncing off the walls talking to Joey Chestnut. Yeah, that was wild. 35 years, you know, since my first byline in this town. And I'm this is t- the greatest moment you've ever had. This is this is this is easily the uh, that, that might have been the funnest really? moment okay. on radio right. on radio. I don't right. know about like print. I've, I've interviewed some pretty big people, right. but that was that was fun. That okay. was it was fun. The enthusiasm and the reciprocative. You know, he he was he was like the answers. They were quick. He he had an answer, and it didn't seem like he was forcing anything. Like eh, I get these all the time. He he was great. Loves eating. That's so the craziest thing. I, but but we <laughs> we do. But his feats are ridiculous. Yeah. When he threw out there, I'm like, okay, let's get to the let's get to the crux here, yeah. right? You're setting a chicken finger record tomorrow. Raising canes, chicken strips. They're opening up a new spot on the strip. You got five minutes. How many are you going to do? And then he he fires out initially. He's like, I can eat one every six seconds. We were both like, <laughs> what? Yes. But like, these are not freaking out of the bag from the grocery store. Like Raisin Cane's fingers, the strips are big what about, every six seconds. What about the fact that he said, when I brought up the the contest I had with 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 the rest, with the kid that was on on the trip with Jordan, and we did. We took down forty-eight, and we agreed to stop. He goes, "Yeah, I did four hundred and fifteen. Well, the wing eating contests are insane. There's a couple. Four hundred and fifteen. It's crazy. I know. 
And I, you know what? I had, a, I got, I got a little morbid there. I had to go down the path. Like I think if he was really focused, and like it was the last seconds of a contest, I think he could bite like the end of his finger off. Yeah, that's how strong well, his said, jaws are. He said he's allergic to his own bite because it blows up and gets pussy. Aren't we all? Who, who wants to bite their? I guess I don't know. Or self mutilators who are just like biting their, their God, knuckle. They gotta figure out what to eat. I'm not even gonna worry. Did they ever do a sports science with him to see like what what he could that crush? That would be great. Like, can he, can he crush small animals? Like, could he just, like, break a rat? Just feed Joey Chestnut a rat, and he just crushes like a snake. it. Like a friggin' rhino. He just wave, wave a hot dog. Like a hippo just... with a watermelon. Just, oh, yeah. Just crushing it. Just bone crunching. Well, that was good. Watch tomorrow, 11 o'clock, Facebook. Joey Chestnut, Raising Cane, setting a record.